ever since I've been a little girl, I wanted to be a mom. I remember coming home after kindergarten every day and I couldn't wait to get in my backyard and I'd line up my dolls in the back and I'd feed them cake and pies that I made out of my Easy Bake Oven. Right, they would go find a big, fat, male neutered cat and I would dress them up in doll clothes and I'd push them into swings in my backyard and then I'd take those dolls and I'd take my cat and <coughs> put them in the stroller and take them for a walk around the block. That poor cat, he was long-suffering, many, many doll parties. Again, I just couldn't wait to be a mom. Five-year-old me also liked to be in control. I liked my things just so. I liked my room a certain way. I liked to wear my dresses and my ribbons in my hair. And my younger sister always drove me crazy. Her room was a mess and I called it the pig pen. I think being in control made me feel safe and secure and gave me a sense of purpose. And that was really important to me at the time. To this day, I still have this awesome backpack for work. You guys can picture this, right? It has got zippers and pockets, and I have places for my planner, and I have places on my laptop, and my keys, and my pens, and my pencils, and it makes me so happy to tell you about that backpack. <laughs> so I grew up, I went to college, I met and married this wonderful guy named Mike, and we started our lives together. And we had several years of traveling and having fun with friends and family. And we finally decided it was time for us to start our own family. I was so excited when I learned I was pregnant with our first son. I mean, this was my heart's desire, right, to be a mom. And over the next three years, we had a second son, and our family was complete. And then the real fun started, right? We were busy juggling our careers, we were traveling, we were doing all these things. Our boys were starting to grow up. They're not little toddlers anymore, they're in elementary school, now they're in junior high. But we're managing, right? We're struggling to um, kind of do all our activities and our careers, but we think we have it together. But as our younger son started ninth grade, we started to see a real shift in his moods and his behavior. My bright, funny, creative kid all of a sudden became really sad and he was overwhelmed and he was needy. He couldn't do the things he wanted to do anymore. He stopped participating in his favorite activities. He couldn't get out of bed in the morning. And he started missing more and more and more school. This was a pretty place, scary place to be. And for a person that likes to be in control, this was really hard. And over the next several weeks, weeks of a lot of darkness and confusion, our son was diagnosed with depression and anxiety. And what I found about myself is that I rode that roller coaster ride with him every day. When he was in the pit of despair, I was right there with him, and I had a really hard time getting out. It was so hard, and it was a really dark place to be. I learned again my emotions were so tied to his, and I could not figure out how to make things better. Now the, the part of me that really likes to be in control now is kicking the super high gear, right? And I am working, and I am scheming, and I am doing everything I can to fix this, right? I can fix this, I can control this, I can make this better. But I couldn't, I couldn't get out of that dark place. It was a place of hopelessness and helplessness, and I didn't know what to do. 
At the time, I had support from wonderful friends and family. Many of them are here today. But I couldn't really get out of that dark place. It was a scary, scary time. Uh, I felt like I always had this huge rock sitting on my chest, this rock of sadness and fear. And I, I just didn't know how to dislodge it. One of my biggest support systems, then and now, is my Tuesday night Bible study here at Hope. And these women are amazing. About two years ago, one of the women attended something called Inner Healing Prayer. And she came and told us about it, and her testimony was so powerful. I learned that Inner Healing Prayer is a facilitated conversation with God, guided by members of Hope Prayer Team. And it's intended for spiritual and emotional healing. Well, sign me up, right? I need that. I know I needed that. So my first night of inner healing, I went to Hope Waukee, and I didn't know what to expect. And I was left through the most beautiful night of guided prayer. And as we were going through the process, all of a sudden I realized I was weeping. I had tears streaming down my cheeks. And I had a great sense of release. But later that night, I drove back home, and I faced that same situation of darkness and chaos. And I was right back to that same place of hopelessness and helplessness. I did not think that I could be healed until my son was healed. And I was really losing myself along the way. A few weeks later, I had this really strong urge to sign up for a second session of inner healing. You know that was the Holy Spirit, right? Giving me that nudge. So I signed up, and that night, as we were going through that guided process of prayer, I was so sad. I was in such a dark, sad place. And finally, one of the whole prayer members said to me, why don't you picture your son in your arms and see what God will reveal to you? So I pictured my six-foot, 200-pound son in my arms. And his arms and his legs are dangling all over my lap. I lifted my head and I said, God, I cannot do this anymore. I am not in control. And I don't know what else to do besides give him to you. And the most amazing thing happened. I saw God reach down and he took my son and he lifted him in his arms. And I realized that it was time for me to surrender and to let go and to let God happen. And at that time, I gave all my fears and my frustrations and my anger and my sadness and my lack of control. I gave it up to God. And that was the most awesome, peaceful, amazing place to be. I realized the most loving thing that I could do was give up my son and myself to God and let his love give us both. In that moment, God became real for me. And we started a relationship of faith and trust that changed not only the way I look at the world, but really has changed me. My son has been on such a journey with his anxiety and my husband and I are so proud of him. There's times he still struggles, 
But when I get down and I get sad, you know, all I have to do is lift him up, and God is always there to take him in his arms. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plan I have for you. A plan to prosper you and not harm you. A plan to give you a future and a hope. My good news to us all here tonight is that God offers us all that future and a hope if we will surrender and trust in him. And that is a beautiful and a joyous and a hope-filled place.